Episode 27. 27. Podcast. Do you reckon we'll get to the stage where we don't say how many episodes it is? No, nah, probably not. I don't know. I'll listen to like some podcasts every week for up into their hundreds and they're still like episode, episode 137. I wonder where we'll be when we're yeah. 100. It's a lot of weeks away. <laughs> it's like 70 <laughs> odd weeks away. That'd be like the end of like next year. Mm. Ish. Yeah, correct. Yeah, sure. mm. And you would already be 30. I'll be 31. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, close yeah. to 40. <laughs> How are you feeling? You're nearly 30. I'm not nearly 30. I've got, I think I've got three weeks. Oh, okay. I was, I was one, looking at my two, calendar. Three. Hang on. What's today? Friday. One, two, four weeks on Sunday. So I was looking at my calendar um, at home because Michael found this deal to go to the beach, like rural Victoria. Yeah. Um, and it included like a hundred dollar voucher to a brewery for dinner. Yeah, that's cool. It was only like two hundred dollars or something. That's really cool. And um, he's like, we should go, but it has to be two nights. And I'm like, well, I need to see when Bree's birthday is because I can't go on her birthday, and she needs the weekend off of her birthday. (laughs) And he's like, I'll just tag you in it then. (laughs) 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 But anyway. So we're very lucky to be able to move around in rural, mm. rural, rural mm. Victoria. Do a little bit. And yep. We'll see, we'll see what, what else changes on Sunday if there's much for regional Vic. Yeah. Or just Metro Melbourne. I haven't done anything though. I haven't been, I haven't done really anything. My, mm. I ran into um, one of my friends yesterday when I was out walking and he said he lives in the marsh, but he said he drove to Ballarat on the weekend just to go to Bunnings, get a sausage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was... <laughs> Well, he said he got some fencing stuff as well, but I think it was like, technically, you're allowed to do that now. Yeah. And yeah. the Bunnings, are they, are they selling sausages? Wasn't that like a banned thing? Didn't they ban that? Bunning sausages? Yeah, because of the COVID, you know, wasn't Maybe safe. Maybe it was a joke. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. I didn't hear anything about. Oh, I thought yeah, they, I they got rid of it. Ooh. Can't buy a Bunning sausage anymore. I thought there was a whole like um, memes maybe. on Facebook and stuff no about idea. it. Don't know. Well, you couldn't go to Bunnings. Maybe Melton. Up, oh, up, no. up, up until recently, you couldn't go to Bunnings. Like, it was only trade only. Mm. And then they've just in regional Victoria opened it back up a bit more as the restrictions have eased. Because it was only trade only could go. Michael's been nagging me to get the tradie card because he can because he's a tradie. Yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> if you're a tradie, then you can get the card. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're the tradie. <laughs> he's like, I'm the tradie. I don't use the technology. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm like, Bleh. how's yes. everyone's week been? Yeah, well, it's been good. We yeah, we actually everyone should see we, Craig's hair right now. It's it looks like Johnny Bravo. I look like Galah. Um, <laughs> it's it's out of control. I want to try and actually good. if I can. Yes, I can sure, mate. Um, if it's I got these natural like Zac Efron ish highlights. Oh, it's back in the day. Yeah. It's back in the day. Like high school music. Like, oh. We used to, do, you know, through the it's whole. It's a bit thing. of sun. I'm getting on it now. Yeah, exactly. Um, You're on your tan. What was I going to say? I, I, I try. I try and get down and get a haircut today, but because you can't in Melbourne, and technically yeah. I'm from Metro Melbourne, but I might break the rules and see if I can get in somewhere. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say, but you've been um, living at your mum's. It's not even breaking yeah, the I, I haven't actually lived. It, I haven't lived in Melbourne at all, so it's kind of no. not. But I still feel like I kind of am because my license says. But whatever. But we got really good feedback from uh, for the podcast last night. Yes, didn't we? Um, we didn't. Did, we didn't tell you this. We yet, haven't told Bruce. you this yet, so you'll be really, really chuffed. But Emma. 
uh, who used to train here, sent us a really we nice message. We love Emma. Um, saying that she's jumped onto our podcast recently and she said, it's so refreshing to hear your voices and I really think the gym's reached a new level of maturity and that you should be totally proud. P.S. Bree sounds like an absolute asset to the team. Well done. What? Happens <laughs> I know. I just want to do like, yeah. That's it. I'm having to scroll, just an asset. <laughs> oh, she's gone. That's a really cool, eh? Oh, God. Yeah. We think Thanks, you're an asset. Oh, we do. Really we really think you're an asset. Oh, stop it. Blush. Um, I did she's have actually more. just gone oh, like, probably. cherry. I did have some more <laughs> feedback because yeah. I had people say they did watch the videos. Because, you know, after. <laughs> After I asked, said no one's watching the videos. And they said they did watch the videos and they really like the vibe that we've got going in the gym right now. Oh, well, thank you. Hmm. I know. Since they're really well rehearsed videos. (laughs) I know they're not. So not. So not. Like, all right, so what are we doing again? And then I'm like, oh, she's already recording. (laughs) I'll just go upside down, shall I? Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you for the feedback, guys. Keep listening. Keep watching our really funny videos. We like to make them. We don't just make them for shits and giggles. I still have to say to people, they're like, oh, didn't. Well, they don't talk like that. But they're like, I didn't watch the videos. Don't like videos. Like, oh, fuck you then. Like, Come on, guys. Well, I think as long as, as long as the guys who are still doing it by correspondence yeah. are watching the videos, because they kind of need Definitely. to, because they can't really see as. It's difficult. Yeah. But in face to face. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully Sunday we get some more news, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully we can start moving indoors. Maybe. Maybe the Metro people might be able to come and be outside. That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think there's definitely going to be easing because the numbers are going in the right direction. Mm. It was only, what, 15 today? It was a 15 today. We'll see what tomorrow and Sunday is. But we're getting there. Yeah. Single digits. I know. I'm excited. Considering we were in the hundreds, like, a couple Mm. weeks ago. Yeah, it wasn't long ago, was it? Yeah. What else has been happening this week? Um, did you have a few days that you had no Zoomers? A few classes? Um, I had one. Uh, and I was jumping around and going, this is amazing. I think maybe one or two. Because, <laughs> like, I noticed, uh, even though, like, we started... Did we start back classes was it last Thursday? Last Thursday. So yeah. it's only been a week. It's only been a week, but I feel like this whole week I've felt like I'm out of routine because mm-hmm. my routine at home was get out of bed, make a coffee, turn on the Zoom, and then continue what I was doing during the day. Yeah. And then go back to the Zoom later on. But this week it's been like get to the gym early. You're open doing, up. You're doing the Tony. Oh, I'm doing the Tony Stop thing, sorry. <laughs> doing that. <laughs> get to the gym, open up, find the iPad, turn I'm the, the stereo child. on. Yeah. <laughs> after, Set everyone after up. After 27 episodes, Tony's <laughs> learned. <laughs> doesn't slap the table. Um, Bree does it now. Yeah. Um, I don't do it they get all their equipment out, and there's always one struggler. And then, um, yeah, and then I have like that hour break in between, so I've had to like bring my breakfast to work, work, be work organized. Yeah. yeah, be organized. It's like really taking it out of me to um, get back into that little bit of a routine. Yeah, it's it's been a harder routine this time getting mm. having Zoom and not Zoom. Yeah, and I like Zoom. I I, I, do I too. enjoy I enjoy being in a zoom session because i do it myself Mm. and i enjoy taking them um it's just there's a little lag time so the people that are coming into the gym are getting their equipment ready because they don't have it Mm. and making sure they have what they need for the equipment where the people at home are ready to go and they're like 
waiting dagging around waiting yeah. so trying to get as soon as people get in the door so we're here before they are you need this 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 go get it you mm. need this 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 so if you get someone that comes to the gym like right on class time mm. and you can't start everything yeah so a couple of times i've been like no don't worry about it do this <laughs> And then get well, I'm, I'm bloody lucky that we had no one on Zoom this morning because Nikki was 15 minutes late. 15 minutes? <laughs> yeah, she didn't set her alarm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She didn't need to come. Anyway. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So that I think that little lag times um, can be a little frustrating. Yeah. Maybe a little frustrating to the people on Zoom as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because this this week the weather's been sh- absolutely atrocious for us being outside. Mm, yeah. But we had um, a lot of wind noise. So the headphones are on. I'm trying to tuck the headphones in the mask <laughs> because we have to be wearing the mask. And then you've got the wind going on um, and the yeah. weather and then trying to talk. Then they're like, your, 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 your microphone's muffled again and it's come out of the mask. And I'm like, oh, goodness. But anyway, it's okay. First world problems. I know, we're getting yeah. there. We're getting there. I think, <laughs> it's, I think it's starting to settle. Like it definitely hmm. by the end of the week, it's been a little easier than the start of it's the week. It's been good. Um, it's been good seeing people face to face again. Mm. yeah yeah it's It's so much better yeah so much better hopefully we'll be able to see everyone face to face again yeah hopefully hopefully what else has been happening before we get into the sort of meat and potatoes of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) what was that emma said she's like she's like we we talk she's like i love the banter you you just talk shit about for about 30 minutes before you even get into anything (laughs) (laughs) well this uh yesterday yesterday i um made my one year of steps and i don't yeah, know how that i got to yeah. so explain your one explain so, your one year of steps for people who if they don't know how many so steps you haven't been, been listening so um i've got a garmin and if you don't if you don't know me i'm wearing a garmin i always wear a garmin <laughs> <laughs> and um we've i don't know it started like a step challenge to get to 50 then to get to 100 100 mm. and then we're like oh what's after 100 then and i'm like Mm-hmm. And then I think it was Kim Richo, 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 Richo's says to me, Richards. yeah, Richards. <laughs> she's Richo, she's a Richo, Richo, Kim Richo, Richo's. Richo's. you're like, you're like not Richardson, <laughs> <laughs> not Richardson, um, said, why don't you do a year? And I'm like, why don't you shut up? <laughs> but then I've done a year. So I've done one year of making my step goal. My step goal is 12,000 steps a day. Mm. I don't reckon you do day. I don't reckon you do a thousand. <laughs> and uh, I didn't nah, change the you, goal. Surely, yep. surely so. you couldn't. <laughs> a thousand days or yeah, a thousand steps? A thousand, no, a thousand days of. <laughs> oh Jesus! Shut <laughs> up! Days. That's, Jesus! That's anyway. So there was people. The funny thing yesterday, people did ask me. Mm. Um, were there days that I didn't want to get it? And was there days that you just didn't feel like it? Of course. Yeah. And I'm like, particularly, (laughs) like, there was a period of time where it just happened because I got used to doing as many steps. I walked the dog. My dog's... Formed a habit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My dog's quite active. Mm -hmm. She needs to go for a walk at least once a day. Um, So that part was easy. But there was parts when, like, towards the start of the second lockdown, 
I um, got really sick, had a chest infection, just way, way too invested (laughs) in getting this one year Mm. to not do it. And I actually did think I wanted to have a little cry and not do my steps, but I still (laughs) did it. Yeah. I know it was a bit, that was a bit intense. Other people would be like, just, what are you doing? You, you're sick. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had my watch muck up one day. Like I chucked it on oh, the right. um, charger on the computer mm. to update it. And then when I pulled it out, it stayed on the charge thing. Like it was still stuck to the computer and I was losing my <laughs> mind thinking, oh my God, I'm not close to my info. I have 15 days to go. This can't be happening. And it's also been doing this funny thing where it's, um, if I go for a walk, it keeps the, the elevations not right in it. So the sensor at the back keeps telling me that I've done a lot of elevation so my stairs oh. is like I've done 173 stairs um the stairs oh. is like I get a a goal my goal stairs is 10 so I've done that 173 times that is not true <laughs> did you do some step ups in your training <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no um so I like instead of calling them or emailing hmm. them and telling them that that's that, that's happening I did google it and try to fix it, it didn't work but I didn't want to... What about with weightlifting? Like, how does it figure it out? Because you're obviously going up and down <laughs> yeah, a million that's times. It's probably picking that up. No, it's only when I press the walk function. Okay. So oh. it's not doing it while I'm not walking. Okay. That so if, if I do an activity, like I have done a strength activity and it doesn't say that I've done any stairs during mm-hmm. that... During that, it's only walk during the walk function. I don't know if it does it during the run function because I don't run. <laughs> Fun fact: I don't, run. I don't run, and you do less steps when you run, so <laughs> it takes um, longer to get twelve thousand steps if you go for a run. But you move faster. Meh. It still takes longer. No way! You move faster. <laughs> I wonder how long, how far you'd have to run. To get the twelve thousand steps, because I can. I think I, when I go for a walk, like on the Thursday, Marcus and I usually do about, I reckon about six and a half, seven k of walking, gets twelve thousand. Would it be like two steps per like one stride, if you're running? Um, I did. Ish. I did do this um, before. I did run a k mm. on the walk function, mm. and then ran a k. On, I walked a k on the walk function, and there was there was a difference. But I yeah. can't I can't tell you off the top of my head. I'd have to look it back up. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a bit, maybe two hundred right. steps difference, something like that. Okay, mm. so not a huge amount. Not heaps. No, but still too much running. I know. So that was exciting and congrats. Today is 366. I have not got it yet. I started work earlier than usual. Um, I'm on seven and a half thousand. Nice. So it's it's pretty rainy today. Will it happen? So Tony's going to pike it on. (laughs) Year done, never walking again. (laughs) Do you reckon? Do you reckon that's going to be a thing? Nah. I don't reckon. Now that I've said that you can't do a thousand. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm going to stop and I don't know if I have another goal about it or if I'm just mm-hmm. going to just be like, oh, well, 
Yeah, we've that's um, done. Um, and not make it a goal is just a habit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, you know, I did that hundred days of meditation. Mm-hmm. It was really funny because I listened to a, um, I was talking to Harry who, who did it with me um, about a week ago, and we were, we were chatting about it. And there was a podcast not long before I hit the hundred, where yeah. Sam Harris was on the podcast on someone else's podcast talking about um, the tracking and all that sort of stuff, and they were talking about habits. Mm. And one of the guys brought up a thing about how the tracking can be... Can, ooh, is that your stomach? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that. But <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. But he, he spoke about like the negative of it because we always talk about the positive yes, of it. There's yes. definitely a negative of oh, it. Oh, 100%. So what, um, what Sam Harris did, and I think it was only like just after me and Harry got to 100 because I stopped really... like I'd just do it here and there after that mm. um, when I felt like I needed it. It's gone. You can't track on there anymore. You can't build up your... Yeah, Could you imagine, right? Because that's what we were saying. That's what we were saying. Like, imagine if we were like ninety days, and then all of a sudden it was gone. I would lose my mind. Yeah, but that—that's kind of what the guy was talking about. Is um, you get people who will miss one day because something comes up, and they just like lose their minds, and they end up being like feeling so guilty and this and that, and they're like, "Well, that's obviously a negative thing of it." Yeah, they're like, instead, maybe a better tracking method would be like having like a percentage of adherence and stuff like mm. that um opposed to set days so there's definitely pros but there's definitely cons for, yeah. for some people too depending on personality so and- so here's the here's the thing that i was thinking about that because i actually did listen to a podcast similar that had about tracking being a negative effect mm-hmm. and the same thing as what craig said that that you feel bad it's another it's another thing to beat yourself up about 100 um and Craig and I had a discussion about this like a few days ago. Um, I won't do the HRV app or the HRV. Uh, heart um, rate variability tracking. Um, the tracking, that train. tracking. I won't do that tracking mm-hmm. um, because if I get up in the morning and do it and it tells me that my training is going to be shit, it's going to affect my training. Yeah. And I don't want any other variables mm. to affect my training. Yeah, of um, I know people use it to say, um, well, today I should have a lighter day and I should do an RPE, more more of an RPE me- method. Mm. Um, sometimes for me, it's not the weight that I'm moving, it's the way that I'm moving. And if I think it's going to be harder than, I, than, it's, than it needs to be, I'm going to move differently and that's not going to have bring the effect that I need into my training. Which is subconsciously, even if you yeah. don't, like, you're going to go into the session subconsciously thinking, yeah. I'm a bit crappy today, I'm weak today, whatever. So it's definitely going to have an impact. Yeah. yeah. So I won't, I won't do that. I just won't do the HRV because I don't want to, like, um, we did have a chat about the sleep app and the sleep app one day told me I had 100%. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to have a kick-ass day today. And then the sleep app the, uh, two days later said I had like 70-something percent. Mm. And I'm like, but I felt good. I actually felt like I'd had a good sleep. Mm. So I was like, I need to look at my watch and see what my watch said, which yeah. said it was a better sleep than what yeah. my phone said. So I didn't have that at, that that effect. But I'm like, that's really, that's really full on that you would have something that you're tracking. Yeah. Make by the, like I woke up, felt good. Mm. Um, then looked at the data because I just turn it off and it comes up mm. and be like, oh, that's shit. Mm. I've got a busy day today. Oh, I don't, I don't have to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be tired. Yeah. But 
I didn't wake up feeling that like that yeah. immediately. It's once you read it. So it's like, yeah, like we harp on like how important the data is. Um, it can give us, as coaches, um, it just allows us to make better decisions regarding ourselves, but also our clients of what, what we need to change with their training, with mm. their nutrition, whatever. Um, but if you're, if you're always looking at the data and seeing the negative and going, bad sleep, I'm going to drop back my training or I'm going to, you know, you go into the training with that subconscious, um, I guess, negative self-talk telling you that it's going to be a shit training session and this and that and the other. It can be really, 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 um, I don't know, like just bad for your training because you're just not going to progress. It puts you off already. Because you just, like, you're better off going by feel most of the time. But if you're, you know, if you're feeling crappy all the time, then it's good because you can look at the data and go, why am I feeling crappy? Oh, I'm only getting six hours sleep. My quality's really shit. My nutrition's been really shit. My hydration's really shit. And like, you can kind of figure things out. But Definitely. yeah, if you're, if you're just waking up and you wake up and feel good and then straight away look at the data and go, oh, I'm going to have a bad training session. Does um, one of the podcasts that I listen to, they use the Whoop. Have you seen that? No. It's um, another tracking device and it does kind of your HRV, but you wear it all day. It doesn't actually tell you the time or anything. Mm. It tells you what kind of state you're in right in that, at that moment. Oh. And the people who were doing the podcast, he was looking at his watch and he was like, oh my God, my heart rate's at like this. And then had 10 deep breaths and then got, him back, got himself back mm. down and blah, blah. And I'm like... I don't know if that needs uh, that's I don't know if I need that in my life either nah too much too much can be too much like you don't I don't know I feel like some people can go really overboard with tracking and tracking absolutely everything looking for a problem when there is none yeah um, I feel like a lot of this a lot of these tools can be used if there is a problem and mm. we, we're trying to figure out what that is yeah but you know yeah well like we said with my fitness pal last week you can track for a month. You get pretty much going to eat the same thing. If you take a photo of your plate mm. with the food that you have on it, you won't need to track it per se all the time because you've got a photo there. If the photo looks relatively the Place same, it, yeah. or it's the same, like it's the same amount of calories. Mm. We're not. We are creatures of habit. We don't tend to go and eat something random three times a week we kind yeah. of stick to mm. our staple meals unless you have Michael yeah. and he's not working we should have a killer husband that cooks all the time <laughs> yeah. no, need me some of that what a man <laughs> you also then have to listen to his banter <laughs> listen to us brag about his more cooking. than happy more yeah. than happy good trade off great trade off to be honest what's on the menu tonight Tony mm. how was your dinner last night <laughs> <laughs> well you made this kick ass yesterday mm. um, roast potatoes and he uh, I don't know exactly but because I was at work but he um, said he boiled them in vinegar oh really yeah, and then salted them and then turned them every 15 minutes in the oven and they were like salt and vinegar baked potatoes <gasps> they were so good like really? even like wow. the whole family we were eating so he cooked he also did a brisket yeah, yeah um the whole family left half a potato on their plate so they could finish with the potato oh, because dang. they liked it so much wow. not because you know normally you eat everything yeah, that you yeah. like first well the whole family left half a potato on the plate until they were finished 
so they could savor that last. So he bit boiled of them in vinegar first, and then he roasted them in the oven. So he like partially boiled them. I think so. And then roast You'll them. Have to. That's how Jamie Oliver does it. Yeah, so. you, you, you get them fluffy, fluffy on the inside and then roast them. Yeah, and then roast them. Well, I don't so know what he actually... Cute. I don't know exactly. Yeah. And I think the recipe did call for um, basting them in salt like every 15 minutes as well. Oh, However, he didn't because yeah. he also knows that I'm going to do a little bit of an online comp in a, in a couple of weeks and I don't need the excess salt. So it yeah. still tasted... It still tasted... Um, He's so considerate. Amazing. Yeah. Yes, well... <laughs> Come on, give the man some credit. <laughs> yeah. He's a fucking gem. <laughs> he says... You've got to keep he, up. This is what he yeah. says to me. Always thinking of you, love. I'm always thinking of you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cut the man some slack, God damn it. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! So I've got to tell you this one other thing, all right? Because right? I haven't told Brie yet, right? We were talking about star signs at home, right? I haven't got time for this shit. Yeah. And and all my kids were the same, like, and because I said, "What star sign is?" I don't know. Because they were seeing who, um, what star sign goes with what? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like. Kelly, Kelly's boyfriend, Kane's a Capricorn. I'm like, do they go together? And they're like, oh, mum, for God's sake. Anyway, I thought it was funny. But um, it's funny. they said, <laughs> what are you, dad? What are you, mum? And then they put us up and they said, this this power couple will have great sex. And they go, <laughs> I feel like anyone listening to that right there has just lost their ears and they won't be able to. That's, that's the thing. Have a look at it. And they stopped looking at star signs from that moment. <laughs> Fucking star signs. Well, you know. Oh, shoot. Sorry. He's, ho- so he's, good. he's hoping. That's so good. And then you go, oh, got shit. Michael in the background in the kitchen somewhere going, diggity, diggity. <laughs> so oh. funny. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's off your chest. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. You literally, like, went as loud as you can and as close as you can to it. It did. Is it like did your microphone still work? You might have blown it up. There's, there's a fair chance it's going to be blown. You should have seen the screen crank. I looked at it and just blew. Yeah, but there's no... So there on, was no up and down bit. On the recording blew. thing, you've got, like, your peaks and troughs and it picks yeah. up the voices and that sort of stuff. So I'm crying now. I'm crying. There was no peaks and troughs. There was no either. peaks and troughs. It was just a solid block blue. of um, blue. So yeah, that tells you how loud it was. So we, we apologise if you are now deaf, and we take no responsibility for any ear doctor um, appointments you now need to make. If you do have any problems, please forward them to Tony Lane because I will not take responsibility. <laughs> She's done. All right, now that we've got that out of the way, and very, 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 very true to Emma's uh, time frame of 30 minutes of shit talk. (laughs) That was pretty much blue too, Bri. Sorry, guys. Today we're talking about um, training a female and why they're different to men, and we've all listen to and read a bit of stuff from uh, oh, Stacey T. Sims, who is yep. a physiologist doctor, and doctor. a 
Yeah, she's a doctor because of her um, PhD. So she's got a PhD in physiology, physiology and yeah. nutri- nutrition. nutrition. So she's a very, very smart woman who's gone out and done a lot of the science and research on female training mm-hmm. uh, because there's not much done on it. Uh, no studies. I think we spoke about this last week. Are all done on males pretty much, um, just because it's it's easy for them because yeah. they don't have to worry about cycle and what stage of a cycle a female's in because that's going to throw off I, the, uh, I the don't data. Know, I don't know about you, but how mind-blowing is the fact that any kind of fitness regime, diet, um, calorie control, any of that is not based on females at all. Exactly. And the, the majority of the... Um, the majority of the of the testing is on males that are 18 to 22 or 25 roughly roughly because that's the demographic that's quite happy to be tested and have mm. time for testing yeah the hard thing is getting people to test on i guess a lot of the time too i remember when ben was doing some research studies just getting someone to uh come and be part of it any sort of experiment that they were running is hard work so you're generally only getting other university students or other young people who don't really have too much time commitments. Yeah, so they're yeah. U- university students and usually they're um, students that are involved in fitness as well, so um, of some sort in, yeah. in university. So the, the results are quite biased and... Um, don't take into account anything about females because females are too hard to be tested on because their variables uh, are yeah. quite different and have a lot of variables. Mm-hmm. So crazy, crazy yeah. uh, kind of information when you when you think about it. You're like, I'm going to try this diet, and this diet has been um, recommended by blah blah blah. So really, you know, all reputable and all you know, great, 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 great reviews. They're not tested on females. Yeah. Not at all. And then, like, the main clientele would be females. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's even, like, the ketogenic diet. Like, the ketogenic diet's tested, like, most of the research for that's on diabetic and obese. Yeah. And then people think that everyone should be out, should be doing it, but But they also And they also no. tested it on um, children... Who suffered? Uh, yeah, children oh. who suffered epilepsy. Yeah. So it had a it had a good effect for the for that demographic. It wasn't oh. it wasn't actually the keto diet was not. Um, it wasn't designed for for, for, for weight loss for normal people. It's no, designed it wasn't. for people who are oh, like extremely obese who need to lose weight quickly for a surgery. Yes. Oh. Yeah, not for normal, not normal gen pop people. No. Mm. So extremely obese people who needed surgery because they were so obese. So, so when, when you think about it, when we got studies like this or diets like this that are not even tested on regular people, like all the studies on obese and um, epileptic, then like how do, we, we don't even know how that relates to normal people. And most of the research now is not looking very good, um, let alone women let alone yeah so like one thing that uh we spoke a bit about this week was the uh the fasting um for females we had a little bit of a chat about yeah uh which was on stacy sims uh instagram story and i I listened to a bit on on podcast but she was very big on uh fasting isn't the like optimal for females 
Yeah, it just knocks all their hormones around. Yeah. It's like female cycle grows for like 28 to 35-ish sort of days. Whereas like a male cycle, they go through the same cycle every day. So like in the morning, like testosterone peaks. And then... We're the um, same all year round. Throwing yeah. Five through, days exactly. Yeah, generally the same. <laughs> nice, easy way of putting it. Um, but then We're like, good. <laughs> We're easy. You guys are fine. So, um, and then in the podcast, she spoke about like how um was it when she was at uni she was doing um she did testing one week i can't remember what they were doing with the testing though but she only survived on water throughout that she did like a two-hour bike ride or something Mm. is that right yeah and um she realized that was when she was at the start of her cycle during then and she had a she had really good she had really good results yeah really good results with it yeah and then she she did it again two weeks weeks later later, which is on the luteal phase i think it is um she was on the yeah High, horm- high hormone phase yes and she did really badly and then that was sorry and then that was when she um <laughs> again <laughs> um that was like triggered she for did. her that how interested she was in um well there was differences like that she, she yeah, realized the that there was differences because oh, they're training hormones. females the exact same yeah. she was a, a cyclist yeah and they're all getting trained the same but women aren't adapting to it the same way the men are mm. and i um i really wanted to talk about this this actual topic because I was surprised that a people didn't talk about periods. It's like a taboo topic. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I live in a house with four daughters. Yeah. I grew up in a house with three sisters. Yeah. There was always period talk. There was always <laughs> period, and I'm like, not. That's not a. It's not like a thing that we just don't talk about. Yeah. And I'm quite surprised when people shy away from it or if you say something and they go red or they don't they they turn their face they like don't, don't want to talk about it because yeah. I, I i didn't grow up in that kind of environment mm. so to me there's lessons that i don't know that i was taught as as a adolescent from my mom that i taught my kids as well um that um to write the day that you got your period on the calendar mm-hmm because um, we always had a calendar, not much, not so much anymore, but they do it on their phone. And then, you, then you'll then you know when you're going to get your period the next time. Yeah. Like, and that's what you get taught before you get your period and then when you first start getting your period, so you, you, you know when you're going to get your period. Yeah. But people don't get taught that. They don't even know when they're going to get their period. So it's people who are like, have, you know, like well into their life and yeah. they still don't track... Yeah. Which makes no, zero it's sense like a to surprise. me at all. Yeah. I don't like, I don't know, as a guy, and I didn't have sisters or anything like that, but I, I just don't understand it. Like, uh, to me, that's like a no-brainer. Like, surely you would. But like, we, we track idea. lots of stuff about nutrition. We track all this and that. But why wouldn't you track something that is like... Yeah, because, because it was such a normal yeah. normal thing for for me, like my sisters and my mm. kids and mm. whatever. Crazy. That, I, I just thought that was the normal thing to do, to track your period. Yeah. Um, especially nowadays though like nowadays there's so many so much technology apps and stuff like that that you can my use my watch to tells track me your, when yeah. I'm going to get my period yeah I thought, I thought that was crazy when you told me I was like that's mad and yes I did tell Craig that that happened so like yeah we do talk about these things yeah um, so I'm really really shocked about that so if you are training right now and you have a coach or a, you have a, a pe- personal trainer if you can't talk to them about your period and your female Get another coach. coach, Yeah, Yeah, that is like an absolute no-brainer because um, there are so many different windows for us in training during different parts of our cycle that are good. Definitely, I'm not saying 
like when you can't train and not train because that's all a fallacy you can train whenever you want but there are certain things that but it's just understanding and having yes. awareness and being able to auto regulate if you need yes. to like we know it's like just, like this is the same thing as like your sleep i slept four hours probably not going to get the best out of my training yeah back it off a bit more aerobic it's, less yeah. high intensity work yeah so like yeah it's information it's and if you got that information it's, it's, it's like anything we speak about the data you got that data there we can make better choices so yeah and like what Stacey Sims talks about and a lot of the stuff that we've consumed is during your, your low hormone phase, your first two weeks or so, give mm. or take, um, of your cycle, you're more like a, a male in terms of hormones. So that's when you're going to feel at your best. That's probably when you're going to be able to get your best training. Yeah, so I think that there's this. Um, de- that's definitely true, but if you don't know when all these... You have to track first. Yeah, correct. Because yeah. everybody's different, just like... Just like the diet that I use or the way that I use to mm. keep my weight down, it's not going to work for Brie. Or the way that, the, way that the stuff that Brie does to keep her body mm. in shape doesn't work for me. Yeah. There are always differences. Um, so they say that your first two weeks or your, your low hormone phase is the day that you start bleeding. So it starts day one is the day that you start bleeding. Yeah. Um, you get to halfway and then you have ovulation phase and so so some women feel really, really great the day that they get their period. They feel like, oh, thank God, I don't want to kill anyone anymore. Yeah. I'm amazing. And then like maybe day two, they don't. They feel still feel better, but they yeah. they feel a bit shittier. Yeah. Um, and then they continue on and have like probably a great week after yeah. that as it as it surpasses and whatever. And then you might get to the hormone, the ovulation, and. Some women have like a massive surge of energy. Um, they feel like they can do heaps more stuff. Yeah. Other women, not so much. They yeah. actually feel like they're gonna that whole pre-period like uncomfortable, a bit bloatedness. Yeah. Um, a bit emotional, can't be bothered, more tired. But so dependent on dependent on you, you. And, mm. and, and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. And then you go into the high hormone phase. Um, and generally speaking, um, I don't know about most women, but what I find is from what I've, women I've trained, it's not until like about five days out before they're about to get that period, the mm. premenstrual, mm. that things really kind of can tip over yeah. to that not so much, more tired, more... Um, I just feel slow. I feel tired. Like I sleep. Lethargic. I sleep a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I feel lethargic. Yeah. yeah, and um, and more irritable, and mm. things get to you a little bit more than than usual, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, so if you track your period, and then you get to work out how you're feeling during different stages of your cycle, yeah, it all the, makes sense. The data that you will get from that yeah. to be able to bring that into your training is second to none yeah it's it's, but it's even just to bring it into your life as well and just yes. be like oh yeah. i understand why i'm feeling like this and not this to is, beat yourself up this is why normal you feel a certain way at a certain time. well you get a lot of people and like I'm, we've all experienced this with clients whether it be in classes or a one-on-one coaching mm. and a client's really struggling they're having a hard session they're not hitting what they could have hit a week or two weeks ago and they start beating themselves up yeah. And then you ask them where they are in their cycle, and then you're like, that makes complete sense. Like, 
it makes sense that you're having a hard time. You feel really flat today and the training yeah. feels really shitty. Mm. So let's back things off, take it a little bit easier, and then, you, then mm. you're then good to go. Like, don't don't beat yourself up. Like, it's, yeah. it's physiology. Like, you, you're working with – like, and that's what Stacey Sims says. Is like, work with your physiology. Like, don't work mm. against it. Yeah, and exactly. that's what so many people try and do, and they just beat themselves up and feel shitty, and they're like, oh, I'm just shit today. Well, no, you're not. Like – your physiology is not allowing you to have the best training session no matter what. Like the book that she, that's how we talk podcasts that we listen to a few podcasts, but she's an author of a book and the book goes into, into <coughs> great detail about why these things happen to you and, you know, your plasma and all, all the stuff that's going on in the inside and why. So that's actually a good read. Yeah, if you raw, wanna, raw um, it's called. Mm. Not R-A-W-R-O-A-R. Yes. Yeah, by Stacey T. Sims. I reckon, I, I think, like, I'm, I'm I'm reading it, you're reading it. Yeah, I haven't got on it gonna, yet. <laughs> you're going to read it. Yeah. Um, I think every female who trains should read it, and I feel like every coach mm. should read it. Like, if, 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 if you're a female training and you don't understand this sort of stuff, it's just that it's a massive, massive thing that, like, if you understand this, you can progress your training better. Like, it makes, it's a no-brainer. It makes complete sense. And if you're a coach, then you can understand how to especially if you're a male coach and you don't yeah. understand all this sort of stuff because well, obviously we don't experience it but yeah. like <laughs> yeah. obviously you know but you know yeah you know if, if you can if you can understand but it a even, little bit without experiencing it then you can help your clients make better choices yeah. even as a coach who has a girlfriend wife significant other mm. um reading this book would be like you'd probably oh. be a be- you could probably be a better husband better partner because you could be like I think it's good that males want to understand it. Like, I think it's a little bit... Um, 1940s. Yeah. Like, if I had a partner that didn't want a bar of whatever I was going through, like, be a little bit more... God, this sounds a little um, Hitlerish. Um, <laughs> be, be a little bit um, open-minded. So I think, like, it's important that um, males learn about it. Definitely. Well, I think that it's. Um, I know about it anyway. I think that I think it's, it's easy for males to be ignorant and go, "Oh, well, it doesn't yeah. happen to us." But that's no, that's a lot of shit. That's if you stupid. grow up, if you do grow up like in a household where you're, oh, if you grow have, up without any females uh, in the household, yeah. it's probably like mm, you know you've yeah. got two rollers, so it's a bit different. It depends, and it depends on how your household is then run. Yeah. So for me, I mean, regardless if I had boys or girls in my yeah. house, I'm still certain that. When I went to the toilet, they would still be standing at the toilet door trying to talk to me because that's what happens in my house all the time. Whoa. So yeah. um, I think that there would be conversation about it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, I don't know in a I don't, I don't know in a with a mum that has a whole male household how they would go about like would they feel like mm. they didn't want to show that kind of side yeah, or yeah. like. You know, like being at school and having your period, and then you'd have to put your your stuff up your jumpers to go to the toilet, so no one would know that no that's why you, that's why you're going to the I toilet. Know. And like, yeah, can you check, can you check my dress? <laughs> yeah. Oh yuck! The fear, the fear of it. Yeah. Like someone is gonna find out. Yeah. You know, I was talking to somebody else about this, and they said at school they called it the curse. They called it the curse. Like. Oh. Don't don't stay over anyone's house if they've got their period. If you've never had your period, because you're going to get it after that, and you'll have the curse. <laughs> and Jesus. I'm like, holy crap! It sounds like that's such a great way to put it. And <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So... Do you remember the first time you got it? Like, do you know how old you were? Yes. Yeah, I was only I was only eleven. Oh, you're eleven. Yeah, I was very young. Oh. 
Uh, yep. Did you get it at school? I got it at home at Christmas. And then yeah. I told my mum not to tell anyone. And she told oh. my whole family because they're all down for Christmas. It was the most embarrassing time of my life. Oh. <laughs> and then because my mum was quite... Um, well, they, we didn't have... A, I guess that... I guess she didn't think that it was going to happen yeah. at that age. Mm. So then I went through a whole packet of pads in one day because I didn't know what to do with them. So I'm like, oh, mess. <laughs> mess. <laughs> this one's dirty. Got to get rid of it. A whole packet. Oh, and my mum goes, do you know that's a packet of pads? <laughs> stops? What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm at my nan's house. We're staying down there. Oh, oh, this is embarrassing. No. <laughs> but then I didn't get it again. Uh, for six months or something like that. Oh, yeah, maybe even longer. So closer to yeah, eight right. months. Yeah. Oh. So it didn't become regular straight away. But, yeah, yeah it just had to, had to happen at Christmas when oh. the whole family was down and, like, Merry Christmas. Shit. And what is it called? The, what do they call They used to call it, like, the... There's all so many different names for saying that you got your period. I don't know. Oh, there's anyway. Yeah. I'll think about it, and I'll think, tell you. I'll tell you later. We'll you'll maybe add it in, in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, in the show notes. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how we got into that, but yeah, that's. I was mm. quite young. So do do you remember? I was thirteen. I just turned thirteen, and I was at school, and we were on the oval before school started, and then I just had this feeling, and I was like, oh, that was weird. And then I just didn't end up going to the bathroom all day at school, and then I got home, and I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> but nothing came up on my dress or nothing throughout the day, so that was really lucky. And then <laughs> very it was lucky. summertime, and then um, this was when house phone, like house, like fucking lines were still a thing. And Mum was out in the garage on the phone talking to someone. And then I've gone out there and I'm just like waiting for her to get off the phone and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, can I get off the fucking phone? And then she gets off the phone and I'm like, I've just, I just got my period. And she's like, I knew it. I knew it was happening. I just knew it. And I was like, how the fuck did you know it was <laughs> And then she's like trying to show me what to do. And I was like, Ugh, uh, like I just didn't want to know at all. And then that night mum and dad were going out somewhere. So me and my brother were getting babysat at my nan's house and I just didn't want a bar of anyone. I was, like, just sitting there, just eating my tea. And I just went and sat and, like, watched TV. And then um, I just had the shits. Like, as soon as we got to go to Nan's house, I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to go to Nan's house. And then my dad's like, Brian, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And then Leanne's like, Ross, just leave her alone. Just leave her alone. And he's like, no, nah, but what's wrong? What's wrong? She's like, Ross, just leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first She day. got the curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very distinctive day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think most I think most women would remember the, yeah. that day like yeah. to them yeah. like and what, what happened. I'd probably and... be like for most people like not not expecting quite traumatic I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. But I think so and I don't like I I made sure that my kids had like I spoke to them quite a bit and I was pretty mm. open. Um and I I don't. They they obviously didn't want me to talk about it because I do it on the freeway when I couldn't get out of the oh, car. I love that. Yeah, well. In the, on the freeway, one the windows up. So we're going to talk about periods. And they're like, I love the birthday rolls around and their presents they're opening. Like it's a pads. Looking out the window, not looking at me. I'm not looking at you. I'm not. This is embarrassing. I can't believe she's even saying this. <laughs> but we so I did there was a lot of conversation about mm. it um 
now that's a good thing like I've, yeah i can imagine there'd be so many families that aren't like that that aren't open and that don't talk yeah, about that sort of stuff and you know mum or dad or whatever have their own insecurities and they don't talk to their kids and prepare them yeah yeah well even like recently we talk about um what weight like that that's a whole nother topic yeah so in my house before we this is a little disclaimer before we before i go into this I didn't have a set of scales in my house until two years ago when mm-hmm. I needed to know what I was weighing for my weightlifting. So we yep. didn't have any scales in my house. The, in the garage, we had an old set of scales that had the, you know how it used to... Yeah, yeah. Not, not a digital. Not uh, a digital. Yeah, yeah, the, old, yeah. the old one where you had to dial it to make it go to zero. Yep. Yeah. So we used to have an old set and, you know, we used to bring it out when um, we used to have to worm the children. <laughs> oh! Or... If, worm the children. I know. <laughs> or if we were going to go on holidays and we had to weigh the bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was very conscious of having four daughters and I didn't want them to have any kind of insecurities or hang-ups about weight, yeah. weight and all that kind of stuff. So... Um, we were talking just recently about weight gain and weight loss yeah. and how it fluctuates a lot de- depending on where you're in in your cycle. Yep. So because I've done loads of data with the weightlifting about what I weigh at different times, I know when I'm going to fluctuate with weight and yep. when I can retain fluid more mm-hmm. and all because of my period. So we've had good discussions lately about if you're trying to lose weight mm. and you weigh at certain times of the month, you might be heavier. It's not something that you're doing, doing wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, it's just fluid. Like it's, I, I say to my female clients all the time that compare your weight from cycle to cycle. So mm. compare, if you weigh yourself weekly, compare your first week of the cycle to the last first week of your cycle. Mm. Don't compare week one of your cycle to week three or four because yeah. it's going to be so different because we know that in the high hormone phase you drop out a whole bunch of sodium mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not it's not comparable if you have, if, if you have less less sodium also carbohydrate has a huge factor of in terms of weight as well carbohydrate we hold on to more water when we're eating more carbs so yeah. there's there's too many factors with with women compared Definitely. to a man it's, it's fucking insane you jump on the scale every day it's going to be the exact same women no yeah 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 so um that's another there's another good reason why to track your cycle is if you're trying to lose weight and you're jumping on the scale at different times of the month and the scale's going up and down and you're like i don't understand i've been eating broccoli and chicken every day why do i weigh more and then the person just packs it in because they go on oh fuck this it's like not working so they, they get real shitty and then yeah. they'll go and binge eat because they emotion they're emotionally eating because they're not happy with the result because they're mm. like i'm not doing it right and they're probably almost due for their period so you yeah. it, it like we said just a second ago you dump out the sodium so you could have a bit of a drop but the the your carb uh your carbs increase um, and your body is looking for those carbs. Yeah. Your your stomach is looking for those carbs. It's not like, um, it's not like you're doing something wrong by eating more carbs near your period. It's actually what your body's your calling body's telling for. you to do. It. Yeah, because yeah. it's dumped out all this sodium and it's mm. trying to make you feel better. better. Um, and definitely, you need the food. Mm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. There's um yeah, there's so many things like we 
obviously like we read them a book now and we've only listened to a few podcasts really so like when we're, we're no experts in it but some of the stuff that we've learned already from listening to these podcasts is uh crazy even like the um the timing post post window for for females for recovery we know for for men it's it's three to five hours post workout so you don't have like a male training you can finish training you don't have to worry about a protein shake straight away. You can you can wait and go, I'm having dinner in three hours and you can have it then. You can get your post-workout nutrition. Female, 45 minutes. That's fucking crazy. 40, 45 minutes. Was it protein just in the 45 minutes and then she said have a carb? Protein and carbs. Oh, protein and carbs in 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. Protein and carbs within 45 minutes post-training. So, and she was basically like, if you're not getting it in that window, then you just, you're your, your, your sessions, but you might as well have stayed in bed. I know. I usually have protein. Probably need to start having a banana as well. But. Yeah, yeah. She's like, but and then yeah. and then the other one too is like just making sure that you are, if you are training in the morning, not mm-hmm. to just get up and train. Yeah. To make sure you have some fuel first. Yeah. Because she's like same sort of thing. So get up and yeah. is that my phone? It's not me. Is that yours? Is it? Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, to get up, to get up and have, even if you're just having a little like. What do you say? Hundred calories of um, worth of carbohydrate. So yeah. it could just be getting up and having an apple or something or a banana yeah. before training, so, opposed to the whole like fasted cardio. Yeah, well, fasted. So that what she's saying for females is fasted fasted cardio to kickstart your metabolism or to help you with weight loss is not ever going to work. It doesn't work. And in, instead, fem, women, yeah. women end up getting more belly fat because of it. Yeah, so yeah. if you're doing all these things and you're tracking oh, your food and everything's perfect mm-hmm. and you're doing fasted cardio fasted cardio to get, lose some more, but you just notice that your stomach is just staying there staying or you're, there you're gaining. Or, or gaining some belly fat, mm. but the scales have gone down or moved, not, not necessarily gained weight. Yep that is your hormones doing that to you so it's no yeah good. inability no to good. yeah use energy efficiently that's that's a big thing so making sure you actually feel pre pre-training it's really interesting because i've never been one of those people to to worry about whether i've eaten or not eaten i've done runs on empty i've got up and gone mm. for a run and not eaten anything i've got yeah. gotten up and gone for a run and eaten mm. stuff i've tried everything mm. all of it so um, to hear that, if I was back doing especially those early morning workouts or early morning runs, mm. I would never do them fasted again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Very interesting. Did she say the window to have food before you train in the morning? Before. Um, did she say a window? She remember. may have. I can't, I can't remember, remember off the top of my head. No, I don't think she really did. I think she just said that. Just have something. Have something mm. before you go. Before you go. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a major meal. It doesn't have to be like you must have breakfast. It's like you're gonna go do something. Let your body. Let your body have something to use to go mm. do it, and you're gonna feel a hell of a lot better. Um, rather than. You know, just trying to lose body fat. So. Yeah. That, that that fasted cardio body fat thing is aimed at a man, not a woman. Yeah. So if you're doing that and you're like, oh, I wondered why I never got like skinnier in my waist, that there, there you go. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Our work is done. <laughs> it's, it's crazy though. Just all these like 
for, for years, so many coaches have been like harping on about where it'd be faster, faster cardio, cardio or yeah. this and that. And yeah, it's mm. just like, no, it's, it's <laughs> all, it's all been busted by her. And it's really cool. It's really cool to see someone who's specializing in bringing information and like yeah. research, not just, not just like bro science and like bullshit, like yeah. proper research to the forefront so mm. that women can improve their training, improve their body composition and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. The, you know, like, because if they're doing it the other way around and they're trying to train like a man, mm. it's almost like they, they're going to get, like, negative results. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the key slogan that she is um, patent almost, I guess, is that women are not small men. That's right. Yeah. I liked that. It's really cool. Mm. And um, it's, it's I was talking about this to an, with another client who's mm. similar probably to my work physiology, like, I I remember being like I was not that kid at school who got a note because they had their period because it was PE. I was definitely I would definitely like take on any any kid yeah no matter what in in whatever I was doing yeah. like Craig and I used to do workouts in the thing and I'll be like no I'm doing the same weight as you and he's just like meh whatever you <laughs> 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 can kill yourself. <laughs> 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 Break a bone now. I'll fight you. I'll fight you. <laughs> I don't think it went well too many times. <laughs> but I, I'm like, I'm going to prove you. Like, I'm proving you wrong. Like, women can do just as much. Like, just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I'm not going to keep up. I'm yeah. going to fucking keep up. So, um, it's interesting. So have you read the part of my book yet where she breaks that all down? Yes. Because that's really cool. Because she breaks it down and she's like, like women aren't as strong as men. Like we, they're just not. We, we yeah. know. We know that. Like oh, I am. as much as, as much as you <laughs> want to. That. Sorry, you're not. Um, <laughs> but we're, like we're, women aren't. But like there's also in consider. Lies. You've also got to take into consideration like. I'll fight you. Uh, you'll, you'll also. <laughs> you're pretty angry. Um, and I wouldn't hit a woman. <laughs> but, That's not. But um. <laughs> But women, women's women's strength. Why we got down yeah. here? No jokes. I just like put my hand on your head and you'd just be swinging in midair. It'd be like she'd be like running. Is it like Bart Simpson when he's hot? Yeah, Bart and Lisa. I wonder how long it'd take me to wear out though. Oh, I reckon you'd be going pretty hard, so I probably wouldn't take you long. But I just had rice. You'd be going, you'd be going max effort, mate, and you'd just be you'd burn out pretty quick. Um, but like. I've well, just got the Bart and Lisa thing running through my head. <laughs> if I punch this air and the air hits you, not my <laughs> But the cool thing I found with, like, from that was um, she broke down, like, because women hold on to more fat. Yeah. Um, it's just hormonal reasons and because women have boobs and they're basically fat. Um, Brie just blushed. Um, but if w- w- when you take away and, like, compare the strength to lean body mass... Yeah. There's very little difference. And that's what I found was really cool. Yes. There's like, it was like 3% or something or yes. 2%. Men are 2% stronger on average. Yeah, right. If you compare just lean mass to strength, there's not a lot of difference, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So yes. like women aren't like, people think, oh, men are heaps stronger. But mm. when you're comparing body weight and lean mass body weight, there's not a lot of difference. Yeah. Yeah. And women are, they believe, um, well, the science shows in like long, 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 long endurance events, yeah. better than males, um, because females utilize fat better as a as a source of energy, which is usually like carbohydrates, short burst. That's where we use our carbs, yeah. fats, ultra marathons, yeah. stuff like that. So they said um, 
there's a race in California where it's a swimming race to, to an island. I can't remember how many miles they mm. said it is, but it's, it's long. Like yeah. it's, it's like 10 miles or something like that. So it's quite long. Mm. And they, they swim there and then they swim back. And the record for it, um, both the swim there and swim back, is um, female has it. Wow. So mm. two females. One female's got one there, one's got one back. So, yeah. Wow. And they spoke about with ultramarathons on one of the podcasts I listened to. So far, men hold on like the, the ultra, um, they hold for record. But from all the, the data they're looking at in terms mm. of like kilometer or mile an hour paces and stuff like that, yeah. um, the, they believe once they get to like, because they do like with ultras, they do, you know, five day races and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They believe yeah. at like a six or a seven day race, a female would win. Like the best female would beat the best male in the world yeah, just right. because of their utili- utilization of fats better, which is kind of cool. So men aren't, men aren't better at everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, um, what else What else did I like with another light bulb moment for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's actually like maybe three. One, um, in if you're an elite elite in elite sport Mm. or if you are um pushing that boundary of not just a hobbyist in sport yep and you've pushed your body to the point where you're not getting a period at all yeah there is some serious something going on well the series um like you will not you will you will be out of the sport pretty soon okay you will not survive the the I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> Siri's talking to you. Siri. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking to you, Siri. My phone does that too. I'll be like watching TV or talking I to said, mum or something and Siri will start piping up. No, I like, didn't say Siri. I said sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Siri needs to get a hearing check. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Rude. So um, you, get your period, you, you get your period for a reason and having your period doesn't hinder you in any way, shape or form. Mm. Um in the sport that you're doing yeah um and if you are training to the point where you've got no period um or under eating which half the time yeah it's under eating because they're not fueling properly for mm-hmm. the sport that means that your body's not coping because yeah. you you should be getting your period mm. um yeah when you when you're under too much stress the first thing your body shuts down is like your reproductive system yeah mm. so it's, things are going to go bad and the, your body, it, that's not that's not good. It does not mean that your training, your training, is hard enough or you are fit enough yeah. because you're not getting it. That is actually mean that your body is not coping. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy that people would use that as a measure of how fit they are. Yeah. No. No, because you 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 go and get your period because you're that fit is not 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 right yeah you're not well things are not going well in your body you will not survive and continue to maintain any any time or length in your sport yeah so if you are looking more longevity and not like i want to be the best this year only this this is dumb like there's the dumb dumb to get to that point yeah, it's stupid. It's really, really, really stupid. Um, so if you're young and you, this is happening to you, um, and this is one of the things that she said, is that straight away your parents would usually take you to a physician or to the doctors 
the doctor would then put you in the pill. pill. The pill is not a normal, regular period, and it's not fixing your cycle. The pe- your it's period. It. Well, um, and what she says in the book is you're having a false period. Yeah. So you actually aren't having the hormone changes mm. yeah. because um, the pill is masking those changes. Yeah. You're having a false period just because you're. Um, just because having a bleed doesn't mean it's. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't mean that your body's going through the changes that it needs to to get mm. to the time when you're going to have your period. It only does it because it's trying to go back to regulating because those pills that you take when you get your period are just sugar. Yeah. Not They don't have anything in them. They're a sugar pill. Mm. And the reason why they get you to take it is so you don't forget to take the take pill. Mm. So the other thing she said about the pill is that, and this was on a podcast, not in the book, that... The pill was made by a male for males to control their women to when they were going to have children, not mm. for women. I don't remember hearing that bit. Well, uh, it might have been. I've, I've listened to a few oh, podcasts. Yeah. So it was, the testing was done um, and it was marketed when they first did it, was marketed towards males to control your females to make sure that you don't get children when you're not ready for them. (laughs) It's very, very 1940s. I wonder when actually, when the pill was first created, did they say anything? That's interesting. Madness, though. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of... uh, It doesn't sound like... like, It doesn't sound like rocket science Mm. when you say it out loud and... um, when you think about it, if you're having issues with the, with your period, usually it's got to do with how you're treating your body. Yeah. Um, whether it's Diet, under eating. Stresses. Yeah. Overeating. Yeah. Poor sleep. All that sleeping, sort of stuff. Like everything. we've spoken about it on the stuff yeah. times we've spoken yeah. about stress. That's the first thing to go in both males and females, but females obviously like have mm. a period. Males will just yeah. lose the ability to, um, yeah, get an erection. And <laughs> Reproduction. I just like the movement he did. Solid as a rock. If you can't get solid as a rock, you need to work on your stress, voice. Get some more sleep. Do some meditation, chill out. That movement. When I've just went, this was when I was, oh, I might have been 20, 2021, and I just started working at Priceline. Where's this going? And, oh no, and this little, this little black African bloke walked in, and he comes in, and he was like really short, like he would have been like four foot tall. And he come in and he did that exact motion. Craig did like held his fist up high, like, and he's like, "You got like you got any?" And I was like, "What? And I was like, what is he on about?" And then he like, and I was like, "I thought he was talking about like because he's like, yeah, strong, yeah." And I was like, "Protein powder?" Like I had no idea what he was on, what he, like what he was talking about. Were you about. fourteen then or sixteen? I was like, 20, oh, I just started at price oh. and I was like twenty-one. Okay. But I, he couldn't speak very well English. Anyway, I've gone back to, like, the lady that worked where all, like, the herbs and vitamins were. And I was like, this guy needs some help. I don't know what he wants. Anyway, she came back, like, pissing herself laughing. And she's like, babe, he wanted some horny goat weed. And I was like, fucking hell. How old is he? I don't know. He might have been, like, late 30s or something. Oh, Jesus. But he, it was a Poor very, soul. Oh, it was, I, oh, I was like, that dirty man just asked me for horny goat weed. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wanted but to he wanted, use it not on you, oh, but he just wanted some. I know. It was really... Anyway, 
<laughs> oh, that's, that's the exact motion he did, but what Craig just did. Fist, fist pump. Yeah. Where were we before that? I forgot. Oh, we're talking about we're talking about females and losing losing their period and yeah. the pill and um um. But it's really using, it's using really big diet, in sports and yeah. it's really big in the diet world, especially in like body composition athletes, um, mm. bikini models, and all that sort of stuff. They diet so hard, they put their body in such a state of stress that they lose their period, and they think mm. it's 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 common in the industry, but it's not normal. Yes. Yeah. It, like, it's, if you're losing your period, that is not a normal thing, mm. and yeah, you should like you need to look at a lot of lifestyle factors. Don't just go to the doctor. Go to someone who can actually help you with. I've talked to parents before because yep. you know daughters mm-hmm. um uh and they've said to me that they've gone and taken their daughter to get on the pill because they can't control their acne oh, and yeah. i'm like it's madness stop buying them those lollies Shit. that you buy every yeah week. change change nutrition yeah. like there's yeah it's just a band-aid for so many things like yeah, there's, yeah. there's some things that can obviously oh, help well, look, like they'll put people uh, on, the, on the pill I'm for um, endometriosis yeah. and polycystic yeah, ovaries yeah. and stuff like that but like that's that's a fair enough reason but if you're just gonna hop on the pill for like fixing acne yeah, that's fucking no. ridiculous that was a big thing when i was in high school there was a few girls i knew that had bad acne and then they they went on the pill for um that but did it yeah. fix it for most people? Oh no! Like, if you're still eating shit, yeah, and treating your body like I shit, I, yeah. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, well, it's it's usually it's usually yeah. you're being able to regulate that with change in diet, or there's something else like that. You're either you know mm. having some other gut issues, or you're allergic to something, or yeah. you're having a reaction, or there's mm. some there's something else. Usually, there's plenty of other things you should look at first. Yeah. I know ATP um, podcast. We've actually got one on acne, and they like oh. they go right into it. So if anyone's experiencing that, check out ATP Science podcast. Yeah, but, um, that might help rather than just going straight onto the pill. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know people did that for for acne. Yeah. We used to think when we were kids, because I, I was the same as you, that I knew girls that were on the pill, and we're like, secretly their mum made them because they're naughty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a- not. It's girls not, used to brag. They'd be like, oh, I started going on the pill. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I've personally never been on the pill. Never? So I've never agreed with it. No. No, I don't like it. I just don't like the concept of it. I think because I've heard so many stories about girls that, like I went to school with or whatever, and they'd been on the pill for like 10 plus years or whatever, and the come down from getting off the pill, like, or I've known girls that experienced a lot of like anxiety and depression while they were on the pill, and then once they've stopped taking the pill, like it, it affects everyone differently, obviously, but once they get off it, then they just feel like a different person. But I guess that's the thing, so there's so many different it's types of pills, because yeah, it's, it's, so it's not just there's one type of pill, there's so yeah. many different ratios of... Mm. Yeah, well, that's the funny thing is one of the things that I did hear on one of the podcasts is that, um, well, if you go like in for my history, being on the pill, going off the pill because and being pregnant, yeah, and then going back on the pill, yeah, and then going off the pill, being pregnant, and then going back on the pill, yeah, my um body probably didn't even know what it was like to be normal yeah because there was no normal period yeah of time yeah of mm. not of any of not anything mm. um, michael um had the snip so i haven't been on the pill since yeah 18 years yeah, yeah. 18 years um and i did a marathon once 
one time, did a marathon, and I was going to be due for my period when I did the marathon. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to get it. And I was just like, oh, I need to do something about this because I don't want to have my period when, yeah. I'm, when I run this race. Yep. It's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yep, fair enough. Oh, gonna, my time's going to be shit. I'm yep. going to go to the toilet, all yep. that kind of yep. stuff. Yep. Yep. So yep. I went to the doctors and I um, actually got on a contraceptive mm-hmm. to stop. So I wouldn't have my period. So I got the yeah. injection. Oh, yeah. Um, worst, worst thing that I ever did in my life. Does it only stop you for one cycle? So it's supposed to be three months before wow. it comes out of your cycle, uh, uh, out of your system completely. Yeah, right. Um, I'm at, there's a lot of changes, so I don't know if... Uh, when, when so I did I, it, when I, did it? Oh, you go. Yeah, so when I did this, yep. it was quite a few years ago. Apparently there is a, there's been a lot of changes in um, different types of medication that you can have for, mm-hmm. for your... Um, period you know contraceptive pill yep. whatever i mean not just the pill i mean for the other yeah. stuff mm. um i didn't get my period and i did the race and it was fine mm. um i had some cramping which i've never experienced cramping like ever cramping or no i actually had cut cramping. muscle cramping i've never Ooh. experienced cramping ever so yeah, i didn't right. really know what it was yeah um, i had cramping at the end of the race um i put that down at the time to i just had hadn't ran a marathon before and i was probably it was probably a bit warmer than my training um now i know it wasn't really it was because of that because of that injection Mm -hmm. um so um when you would normally lose all that sodium and all this although my body wasn't regulating like it was when i was training because Mm. i got rid of i got rid of that all the hormones Mm -hmm. yeah um, and then after, um, I spot, as soon as I finished a week after I finished the marathon, mm. I spotted for the next two months straight, Oh, which was awful. Oh no. Um, I became, I gained about, I don't know, four kilo, maybe, 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 yeah, right. um, definitely had excess belly fat to what I would normally carry on yeah. normal. And it wasn't like, I've just done a marathon, I can have whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, Craig and I were doing um, a run, like a, it was a, like a Spartan. It wasn't Spartan, but it was tough like model. a... It was a Tough model. No, it was, I don't know. It was... It was something. It was something. It was one of those obstacle races. Mm. And when we were running at that time, like, we were pretty, um, we were pretty good at the same yeah. pace. Like, we could... Uh, we could use each other to get bounce off yeah to yeah. keep at a certain pace mm. i had nothing like i had nothing i said to him just go i had absolutely wow. nothing it was like i couldn't i just just couldn't i didn't have the drive i didn't have the push i was just i felt awful i felt really crap yeah and right. it took probably another two months after that to Aww. get to get off get it off at all and then start to feel like I was starting to go back. Yeah. Um, and in the book she says it takes about six months. It can take about six, depending on how long you've been on that contraceptive, it could take up to six to eight months. Crazy. To make you feel any better or feel normal. Far out. But you don't, yeah. So, See, that's the type of stuff that I hear and that's why I've never bothered to go on the pill. Um, well, like you that. think that there was probably um, at least... Uh, 
10 years, 10 years yeah. before I'd, uh, since I'd had any contraceptive. <clears throat> yeah. So I never had any issue or thought I never had any issue with contraceptive before. Yeah. I was actually considering just getting on the pill. Yeah. And skipping yeah, yeah, yeah. The white, yeah. With yeah. The white tablets to yeah. not not get your period. Yeah, yeah. Which is a lot of the time what women or why women get on the pills because they don't want to get their period. Yeah. For a certain, especially if it's, well, unless it's like, you know, an event. Yeah. Especially like for um, a physical event. Yes. Like if you're going to be competing or whatever because it helps. Yeah. You feel like it's going to help, help you. And Definitely. in the book, it tells it tells you it doesn't. So that first, like we said, that first, you get your period. Yeah. And that first five days of your period, you're more like a man and you have better adaptations yeah. to your training and you can be stronger in those. You can do your heavier lifting, higher intensity yeah. work. Yeah. Whereas, in those five days. Yeah. yeah. And we're yeah. trying to miss it. Yeah. We're trying to miss a window that we could actually mm. get gains. So I wonder, like, if, I don't know the answer, but I wonder if, like, girls that have been on the pill for x amount of years if they still go through that same uh, would they still go through that same hormone cycle that you go on like if you're not on the pill like would they still have those peaks and i'm not sure we'll have to look into it yeah like because you know how you said like you're more like Mm. man in the first five days or whatever i don't think so they wouldn't experience that if they've i don't think so yeah look i haven't read her the whole of the book i'm sure she'll probably talk about something um yeah I don't think so. Interesting. So imagine, imagine like I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the, um, in the business of trying to add weight to my totals. Yeah. And if I didn't train on those five days of, um, you know, that I've got my period because I feel like shit. Shit. Yeah. I would never get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? OMG. I know, right? Mm. Um, so basically... I mean, if you're listening to this and you are doing um, some kind of physical activity and you're trying to get, like, heavier weights or you've got goals or whatever, Mm. um, the best thing that we can recommend that you do is track your cycle. Yeah. Um, Track your cycle so you know what phases you're in and then use that data going forward. Yeah. To help you get better training. On those phases where you, you can get more out of it. You know, that's when you want to push. That's when you want to go hard on your training and really try and get something out of it. On the other phase, it's depending how you're feeling too. Like like we like you said at the start, everyone's different and mm. understanding how you're feeling because you might feel really good. And if you're feeling really good, but you're towards that um, high hormone phase, mm. but you still feel really good, then yeah, cool. Go by, go by how you feel. But then yeah. when you're feeling shitty, just understanding that might be why and mm. auto-regulate your training, do more aerobic work, do more skill work. And one way she put it was that women have a built-in deload week. So yeah, definitely. You've, you, you've, if, if you use it appropriately, she's like, it's literally like a built-in deload week where you can lower the intensity, do more skill work, yep. and then after that week, go back into your heavier stuff again, and yeah. you're good to go. Yeah. So I guess it's yeah, just not pushing against your physiology and working with it. Yeah. It's probably the big takeaway and have some mm. self-awareness. Mm. Yeah. So for those of you who are in the business of um, competition and are worried about not being able to um, – or they start doing this and they're listening to us and they're saying, well, I'm never going to compete five days out for my period because I'm never going to hit those numbers. She does have a section in there about um, 
helping you um, lessen the uh, bloatingness, the the things that that get to us during those five days. Yeah, like uh, little tricks with food, like adding mm. magnesium. Yeah, um, and all these other things to make you be able to still peak if yeah. you need to peak at that time. So it's n- it's not like you can't ever. Yeah. And like Craig said, like you could just go by feel mm-hmm. and go, I've got my period, but or I'm getting my period soon, but I feel fucking awesome. I'm going to smash today. Yeah. And, and you might be totally fine. Yeah. But it might actually come down to the fact that you have um, done some of the things that she's going to recommend, like yeah. had extra magnesium or you've done some extra sleep or yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. And then you um, have been following those things that you didn't even know yeah exactly i know so how cool is that that there is pretty cool yeah there is something that you can actually do about it and you can still you can still optimize yeah definitely at that time do you guys want to keep going and i'll and wrap it up yeah sure i've got tibbles is there anything yeah. that you wanted to recommend before you leave I, honestly Craig? i would just recommend listening to any any podcast with stacy sims if you just search stacy sims on any podcasting app you'll be able to find a whole bunch she's got stacks out there her book raw we've mentioned that already check that out any female any female and any trainer should be checking it out especially any female who trains like again like there's so many like we we're only just scratching the surface of the stuff that she's done and we're gonna you know once we finish her book maybe we'll do another one in a few weeks and mm. we'll have some more big big um rocks that you can implement into your lifestyle training all that sort of stuff yep. but um yeah i feel like any female should delve into some of that stuff and see how it helps and can improve their training but that's enough for me i'm gonna go train tibbles but Bye, um, you guys wrap it up and enjoy what did you what have you listened to this um, week Bree? well I've only listened to um, the Stacey Sims thing this morning. I actually don't know if I've listened to anything else. Um, I don't think I have. Oh, I've listened to the weekly, like every week I listen to the podcast called The Middle with Holly and Jordana. Um, so I listened to that. Again, it's more astrology and star <laughs> Craig's not here we can talk about it as much as we um, like the episode they talked about is the houses and um, they've also been discussing human design have you do you know what your human design is do you, have you ever heard of it Mm-mm. so there's four types I'm a projector am I a projector oh shit am I a projector mm-hmm. or a generator um, anyway that's really interesting if you want to know more about your human design um, shit, what am I? If you go on the mybodygraph.com website, it will tell you. Oh, I'm a projector. <laughs> I'm a projector. Oh, all right. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> and only 1% of the world's population are reflectors, whatever that means. So if you want to know more about your, your design, human design, you go so on the website. So there's four designs. Four one's designs. projector, one's a reflector. Projector, reflector, manifester, generator. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. So mine says um, that I can feel unworthy and undervalued. I avoid confrontation, which I do. Pretending to be certain. I'm not fake. (laughs) Not knowing when enough is enough, which makes sense to me because I used to be a massive people pleaser and then not put my own um, needs before others. And another one is thinking about things that don't matter, which means I just get all up in my head. 
Um, but there's another, like, you can read more about each type. That's really interesting if you just want to know a little Sounds bit more interesting. about yourself. Yeah, but other than that, I haven't really listened to anything else. I've just been working and if I'm out walking, I'm with someone or I'm chatting or whatever. So, yeah. What have you listened to? Uh, the, I've, I have actually binged, like... Uh, jealous the date the dr stacy anything that she's been on <laughs> so i've listened to quite a few yes um some of them i've kind of turned off and then some of them i've turned on and mm-hmm. um so um i had a little bit of a break yesterday from listening to the stuff yeah because i just needed a little bit of um a little bit of a break from it. Yep. Because I've just been overdosing it, like, the whole time. Yep. Um, I listened to the Body Strong podcast. I've talked about this podcast before. It's um, with Alyssa Ritchie, which she is a Olympic, Olymp- uh, a Olympic weightlifter, uh, usually uh, in the USA team. She um, actually was lifting for Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Oh, yeah. Uh, Max Adard was her coach, Mm -hmm. and he did – oh, sorry. She did a podcast Mm -hmm. with Joe Adard. I'm probably saying the last name Mm -hmm. not right. Um, Who is a 50-year-old Masters uh, weightlifter and powerlifter. And when I was in New Zealand – and I competed in New Zealand. I got to meet both of them. Oh, my God. Both Max and her. Mm-hmm. And she was really, really, really lovely. Aww. And she will, if I comment on her post, she will reply to me. If, yep. Um, well, not like, she's my, best. she's my best friend now, but. We're practically besties. I know. She's um, she's a lovely, lovely, lovely lady. Um, yep. And uh, she's been in the industry for a very long time. She holds um, current world records yeah, right. for her age and weight class. Yeah. Um, and she's super strong powerhouse. So cool. I listened to some of that. I still have half of that to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was really I was really happy to see that that Alyssa Ritchie had kind of interviewed her Aww. because she's been part of Alyssa Ritchie's journey as well. Um, yeah. Alyssa Ritchie's uh, weight cost weight cutting journey and. Oh, okay almost um mother coach figure to her so it was really good i was it was like a really good feels yeah for, for me for what me. nationality is the lifter uh they're uh american oh, american yeah yeah, yeah the american yeah um yeah nice so, and she talks about how she does tai chi which i didn't know oh that's a good thing for um if you've got like a, like that's what they suggest for dad to do like with arthritis and things like that mm. well she said mm. that um she just she liked it and she just did it. It was one of the things that she always Never always done. done. She also taught it, um, and she didn't attribute any of it to her weightlifting or powerlifting. Yeah. Um, and then since COVID, and not being able to teach and not being able to do it as much or not being like it's not a, not something that she needs to be to be accountable. Yeah, right. For her actual powerlifting training. Yeah. That um, she just does, has realized now how much a part of her fitness life actually tai chi has helped her with yeah, right so very interesting yeah something, something completely different yeah. i actually really liked it but she's um yeah interesting she's an interesting lady they're interest or oh, interesting um yeah cool i like it 
Yeah. That's it. That's all I've listened to, just oh. those and all the ones that were from... All the Stacey Sims ones. Yeah, Stacey Sims. So I listened to quite a few. So I'll, we'll, we'll add some of those. Did your brain hurt? From listening so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I feel like I haven't been able to listen to a lot this week because I feel like I've had a lot of energy drained out of me from, like, coming back to work. Um, and I also ironically got my period this week. <laughs> 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 bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's, it's very annoying yeah very annoying um but it does it does make a lot of sense to some of the decisions that you make right definitely like i was like, knackered on wednesday like i woke up feeling like i'm gonna hit by a bus but then like it's so funny i've realized that um like even though i got here early like monday wednesday thursday it's like I change and I don't change, but it's like I, I just automatically go into this like high energy person. And then it's like, once they all leave, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I go back to being tired and stuff. Like, but then like when everyone's here, I don't, I don't feel like that. I think cause I'm just like, I don't know if it's like yeah, a, you're a doing your job. adrenaline thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you yeah. have to be. In... I'm trying to do fucking five things at once. <laughs> and I'm trying to look at people and I'm looking at the Zoom and I'm trying to work the timer and I'm trying to turn the scenery <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of logistics going Cleaning on with equipment. all of that. Yeah. So, no, it's been a good week. So, um, yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll chuck up those podcasts in your... um notes in the notes and we hope that you're having a good week and you enjoyed our podcast on periods and hormones thanks guys have a great week have a weekend